Carrying Tommy about to go off. Kicking off the Carrying Tommy podcast where fun is always on the menu. And speaking of menus, Liquorland adds the perfect touch to any meal or gathering. Find your favourite tipple for any occasion. Click and collect in just 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. always good when we've got uh, the special guests that we have on today coming up. You know when someone walks in a room and they light up a room? That's what happens. Oh, when Tommy's here every day. Amy Shark uh, <laughs> comes into a room oh. and she is joining us today. You would agree with that, wouldn't you, Sharky? She's one She's one of the best. The uh, I went to say the Sharknado. It's probably not a good reference or one that's original. <laughs> Was it Sharknado anyway. a terrible movie? I think there's a, no, it's a, seven it's of a, them now. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, a great movie. There's only movie. one Amy Sharp. That's right. Yeah. It's a good movie, is it? I mean, as far as terrible movies go, it's very fun watching sharks fall from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what happens? They fall from the sky. In a tornado. You won't believe it. Oh. They get caught up in a tornado. Because <laughs> 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 you thought it was sharks just sitting Oh, sorry. At NATO. They come up from the water and then they sharks get thrown around NATO? and then they fall down. So what do you reckon Russia's going to do? <laughs> Guys, the nuclear arms treaty. Jaws, you go first. Hammerhead, wait your turn. <laughs> Don't play the sound effect. It's very scary and this is now, a Now, you know to input discussion. the nuclear codes, you've both got to put Put your fins down at the same time. Oh, the fins? What are the Finnish going to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> Big show coming up. Stay with us. Carrie and Tommy. For your Thursday hour, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Okay, so we've got a slight problem. I was going to mm-hmm. bring something on air that I was okay. outraged about. Ooh, okay. Um, it was often, I'm ready. I just read um, the first line of something and I thought, this will be a good chat. Now I've read the article. I think I might be on board what this mum is doing. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm ready for on board as okay. well. Okay, come the on the journey and then see where you end up, all right? Okay. So a mother sure. has caused a stir after uh, letting the world know, via TikTok, as you do, that she charges her three kids, who are six, seven and nine, for rent and utilities. Six, seven like, and nine. Can you Charging charge a six-year-old what? for rent? I guess you dock their pocket money. Okay. Well, that's where I started to read on. Mm. She says that um, she believes she wants to teach her kids about financial literacy, right? So she says she gives each of the kids a weekly allowance of $6 for completing chores around the house. And then she said $1 is expected to go towards weekly expenses. So they have to pay this back to her. A dollar goes towards rent. A dollar goes towards groceries and a dollar for utilities. So she's giving them the money to pay back to her and then they're left with $2 a week for, I don't know what they're going to get with that. thinking that rent is a dollar and that's going to be a rude shock. No, but, no, because surely it's just a percentage of your earnings. So I don't actually think that's that dumb, but uh, what is the going rate for pocket money? Because I don't know, because I find it really hard with pocket money because I think that some weeks 
the kids don't do a lot and other weeks they do a lot. And it's like, do mm. you then monitor them and take a dollar off for every dishwasher they didn't do? Or do you yeah. just get, expect them to do a certain amount around the house and help out? And then at the end of the week, if they've, you know, chipped in enough, you give them five bucks or 10 bucks or something. Because I, I find that keeping on top of every single thing they do is actually yeah. quite hard to work out what percentage you're docking. Oh, do you get one thing. to audit the other one and then pay them to audit? That's not You've bad, had siblings, yeah? yeah? That would not end well. Yeah, I would have <laughs> docked all of my siblings' pay. But she said that none of them have ever missed a payment. And she said, oh. but she anticipates they will one day and she'd prefer they make their first financial mistakes with her rather than in the real world where the stakes are higher. And I'm like, well, that's an interesting thought. Do you think she actually gives them the money and they have to give it back? Because I, if I, that was me as a kid and I got the money in my hot little hand, mm. I would just decide that maybe I wasn't paying rent <laughs> and to the point... That kick me out of the house if you want. Well, it, I mean, she doesn't have you as I've a child, but I do think it. She must have very obedient children mm. because I, I do she think she give gives it to, it to them. them. No, because she can't just say, do, "Oh, do you think she says you got six bucks?" But obviously, I've taken all your things that you know yeah. that we need, and so you've got two dollars remaining. Here's your two dollars. Yes, and yes. do you also think think she factors in? She's like, "Well, you know." Um, utilities used to be a dollar, but the cost of living oh, inflation has really <laughs> gone up a dollar twenty. So now you actually owe me a dollar for this week. So did you ever pay? So I had to once I um, finished school and I got a job, even though it was just a casual job, and I was at uni. I then was forced to pay board from that point onwards, and I was also forced during school to make one meal a week. And my stepdad was such so tough about it that the meal had to be something I genuinely had to cook. I couldn't just prepare it. So if I made tacos, that was seen as a, a preparation meal, not a meal that what? I cooked. So mean? it didn't count. So I couldn't you even make tacos. Yeah, but he says that's not that's just stirring some mints around and putting the packet in. He goes, I want you to but create something cooking. to make something properly that you've so put what, you your heart into. So what, you have to make the taco shells from scratch? No, just pick a meal that I had to, I don't know, saute a few things or like, you know, oh. slow cook something. <laughs> no, I definitely didn't have to do that. Did you have to do I anything? I mean, I had no... Pay well, for I anything? No, I had no money. Did you have a job? Um, I, I had a... No, I was on the dole. But So you've never had a part-time job when you're at school or out of school? Sorry, I did have a part-time job, but it was it wasn't enough to pay rent from. I mean, but board's not rent. Board's just a contribution. Yeah. It was only enough to make them feel like I wasn't freeloading, I think. What what were you paying? Was it a dollar? Oh, back then, it was probably like 20 bucks a week or something. Yeah, no, I I think when I got to that point, they just said, get out of the house. <laughs> um, and. And then they said, take your older brother with you. And so me, I think I was 22 at the time. I had to take my near 30-year-old brother with me. (laughs) The thing that broke my parents' back was we started doing um, Naked Mondays. And so we would get home (laughs) from whatever we were doing. And we kept bathrobes by the front door. <laughs> we would strip off nude and wear bathrobes on Monday. What? At 22 and, and 30. The, <laughs> yes. It was about the third one of those when my parents, my dad just said, "Get, can you adult men get out of my house? See, maybe they needed to get you paying for things earlier so you had a sense of responsibility. And it, it is I mean, funny I what you make yes. your kids pay for because I was having an argument with my friend the other day um, because she was buying her daughter a new drink bottle. And she said her daughter wanted this nice one. And she said, well, if you want that, you can pay for it. And her daughter said, I don't have to pay for drink bottles. That's like a necessity item I need in my life. And she said, no, if you want that type of one, you have to pay for it. It's a fancy one. I'll buy you one from Kmart. Or if you want the no leak one, you pay for it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Great name for a brand. A water bottle that holds water. Well, and also they don't leak and they all do. And and also no leak is a great name for a brand. And now we've broadened out into 
pants as well. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but I, because maybe you are right and maybe they're on something because I'm shocking with money. I've always viewed money as simply fun tokens. So there's no point saving them because they're just tokens. They're going to expire at some point. So whatever you can spend them on, you may as well. Oh my God. That's really But I'm not having fun. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> 131060, yeah. what do your parents make you pay for? So Ooh, my because... friend's kid refuses to pay for a water bottle because he's like, no, that's a mum and dad thing that they should pay for. Yes. Because can we ask kids to call? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What do your parents oh, make sorry. you pay for? Do they sorry, make you sorry, pay rent? Sorry. Do they make you pay for like bills and stuff? Mm. What's yeah. happening in your household? Kids call us. 13, Great. 10, 60. Have a whinge about mum and dad. Carrie and Tommy. The Thursday Arvo, Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Coming up very soon, we're going to let you know how you can join us in the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Woo-hoo. Fringe. But right now, 13, 10, 60, we're asking for the kids to call and tell us what mum and dad are making you pay for because yeah. um, a mum overseas has um, caused quite the controversy because she's charging her six, seven and nine-year-olds for rent and utility. She gives them six bucks a week for pocket money, then takes back four to cover all of those things and they are left with $2. And it got us chatting to about about what is okay if you'd have to pay for as a kid. My friend's uh, daughter is saying she shouldn't have to pay for a water bottle because it's just an item that she needs for school. She shouldn't yes. have to pay for it. And mum's like, no. It's the same. It's the same as like giving um, basketball shoes as a Christmas present. And the kids yes, are like, tennis, tennis hang on. racket grip. When mm. I regripped my kids' tennis racket, yes, yeah, yeah as a, as a gift. I as did, a, but yeah, good as, as new. Good as new. Yeah. Talia, how old are you, Talia? I'm good, thanks. How old are you, honey? I'm nine. All right. What does mum or dad make you pay for? Chocolate bars. Oh. oh. What's your favourite chocolate, Talia? My favourite type of chocolate is probably lint. Oh. Yeah, it's food. No it's wonder they make you pay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Talia, do you pay for it out of your pocket money? Um. Well, sometimes I pay for it out of my pocket money. Sometimes... I pay for it and steal my sister's money. (laughs) (laughs) How much? How much pocket money do you get each week, Talia? I get five dollars a week. And so, how much chocolate are you? Yeah. Well, I love chocolate. I normally get two bars a week. So, what do your parents say? Why do they refuse to pay for it? What's their justification? Well, I like it too much, so, like, I get too much, so then I it's too much money. Yeah, okay. They buy their own chocolate too. Do you think it's unfair or do you understand? I think it's a little bit unfair. Yeah. Do they get more chocolate than you? Uh, not really. We both get the same amount. Yeah. Hey, Talia, you know how you said sometimes you steal your sister's money. Have you ever thought about stealing your parents' chocolate? Well, sometimes I just do take a little piece without them yeah. knowing, but I don't normally. Oh, you're a good kid. Good on you, Talia. <laughs> good on you, Talia. Although I did just tell a kid that steals from a sister, good kid, but, you know. Yeah, but I think that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> What's fair it's and in, love and war, ingenious. you know. But also, it's a kid being proactive and thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't all be governed by these predetermined guidelines and rules. <laughs> Just not stealing from your sibling. What about Christy? Christy, are you a kid or a parent? I'm a parent, but my kid's actually just got in the car from school pickup, so he's here too now. And what are okay. you calling to say? What do you make him pay for? 
So last year we were doing a half lap of Australia and I was going cage diving with the great whites oh. in South Australia. Yes. And he was pretty determined he wanted to come. And he's, I said, well, if you want to come, you've got to pay for it yourself because it's $750. And if I spend that on you, then I've got to spend that on your brother and your sister on something. Thinking it might deter him a little bit, but he was determined he was doing it and he paid to come. Wow. Was it the best thing ever? Kobe, was it the best thing ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How sick. Do you know anyone, is there anyone else at school that's dived with a great white shark? Not that I know of. What did oh you have to give up, Toby, to save for it? Like, what sorts of things did you then not do or, or buy? Um, you just uh, got a lot of savings. I, yeah, I He's pretty good at saving. He sa- he saves all his birthday money and Christmas Aww. money that he gets. So, hey, yeah. I, I'm so interested. After your first adventure of um, diving with a great white shark, it's a pretty great way to start. What's the next adventure you're saving up for? Um, I'm not sure, actually. You told me you wanted to go skydiving. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Oh my gosh, it's cool. There's, there's also you can go in a cage with a um, with a crocodile, um, up in Darwin. Yeah, we That's saw pretty... that in Darwin, but we didn't do that. We went on a boat where they had jumping crocs, like coming out yes. of the water next yes. to us and stuff. But um, yeah, yes. we didn't do the crocodilius or whatever it's called. Well, I feel there. like you. That was a great. That was a great decision. Yeah. Good saving. It was. It was. Good well saving. Everyone. Good on you, Christy. And should we finish with uh, Leo? Leo. Are you a kid? Yes. How old are you, Leo? I'm 12. What do your parents make you pay for? Um, Some of the groceries, Mm -hmm. my Mm. basketball supplies, and some school stuff. What are your basketball supplies, Leo? Uh, Sometimes like shoes, Mm. a new ball, a jersey. Okay. How do you feel about that, Leo? I mean, I don't really mind. It's going to help me with the future. Oh. Are you going to be a basketball? on him. Yep. yep. Yep, that's pretty good. Yep, you can Although pay Leo, you can pay mum and dad back when you're earning squillions, Leo. Maybe. And Leo, you've just heard um I think you do. You sound like an amazing kid and you've got a great future ahead of you. But you've just heard about Toby and he got to go diving with great white sharks. Um, do you think maybe in hindsight uh, paying for your basketball uniform is a bit of a rip off? Uh no, not really. Fair enough. Well, point well made. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. The Thursday Arvo, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Sorry, we didn't get to Matt before when we were asking uh, the question, what do your parents charge you for? If you're a kid, we got you to call 131060 because a mum's making her kid, six-year-old, pay for rent and rent. utilities. Mm, yes. Matt, you are a grown adult now, but what did your parents do to you when you were younger? Um, well, where do I start? But I was, um, <laughs> I was living out of home, um, for as soon as I got the apprenticeship, I moved out and I decided I wanted to build my first home. So I thought I'd move back in, into mum and dad's while I saved money, like saved some money while I was building my house. When I moved into my new house, mum gave me a bill for rent for the six months that I'd lived there. And then an itemised bill for my food and my girlfriend's food that she'd eaten while we were there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How much? I think it was about $10,000. Oh, my Oh, my gosh. <laughs> was there any inkling, Maddie, that it, the bill was coming or was it a complete shock? Well, no. I just thought I was moving home because I, you know, had started building my first oh. house and doing and were, something and Were you just right. eating yourself crazy going, mum and dad's food? Well... Yeah, I suppose. And then I had a girlfriend who was um, like lactose intolerant, gluten intolerant. So mum had literally itemised like 
her food and drink and stuff because it wasn't something that you usually I mean, buy. to be fair, I feel like that's that bit's okay. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But she, is it? She's yeah, not doing it by choice. But he did, she but, didn't welcome the girlfriend to come live with her. She welcomed her son back home, which she didn't really. Well, she, she was only staying for... every now and again. Yeah, she wasn't living there. So let's say the girlfriend costs you roughly five grand. Um, did, did, are you still together? No, definitely not. Oh, my okay, God. Money well spent. Money, yes. Good. So I, <laughs> I got the bill down. I spoke to Dad about it, and I got the bill down to $1,000 in the end. Oh, oh good negotiating. Oh, yeah. play Dad off against Mum. <laughs> like your work, Very Matt. good negotiating. <laughs> um, hey, up next, because mm. um, I was involved in a uh, in a crime in oh. the middle of the night last <gasps> night, and I'll tell you about it. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. <laughs> And now, because we asked you one week, which turned into 17, if you could do a spooky story for us. Do you remember? It was captivating. And it was about Jetty Man, Jetty Man, Jetty Man. And it went I, nowhere, you know, nowhere, nowhere. I got quite a lot of DMs from people wanting to know what happened in the end to Jetty Man. Did you tell them you don't know? No, I said to you, Jetty Man ended up being the guy just looking for the girl's lost dog. I thought what? Jetty, I thought it turned into a romance Yeah, and then novel. they got together. Mm. Like, oh, good spooky story. <laughs> Well, guess what? I didn't even have to look for inspiration um, for this one because it happened to me in the middle of last night. Oh, no, sorry. Tommy Little has a spooky story. The true crime edition. God, what happened? As you know, I'm in beautiful Adelaide at the moment. Um, come see my stand-up show. If you haven't, that's not the spooky spit. It hasn't kicked in yet. <laughs> um, I am staying in a hotel because I had a bad dream mm-hmm. last night and I woke up and I looked at my phone and it was 3 a.m. And then Ooh. I realised, in some countries, it's probably a haunted <laughs> number. <laughs> And then I was busting to go to the bathroom. And I thought, oh, that's why I've had a bad dream because it's me telling my body to wake up. Was the bad dream gonna... something that we need to know about? Is that part of the story? I can't remember it. I just okay. woke up with a shudder mm-hmm. and I was like, what's, what's happened? Oh, no, it's okay. I just need to pee. And so <laughs> then I got up and I noticed before I got to the bathroom that my hotel door was not locked and the latch was not across it. And I thought, that's weird. And then I turned and the bathroom door was shut. And that's weird because I'm in there by myself. And then I had a weird moment where I went, hang on, did I go home with someone? No, no, it was just What, and they're hiding in the bathroom? Well, they're probably using it. I didn't think hiding. <laughs> Why would I can't that be your go first? back out there to him. I must hide Why? in the bathroom. Why would that be your well, was, first Because you were saying the bathroom door was closed. I was imagining that. Because that, oh, Carrie they doesn't were in there. close her. Some people close it, Carrie. Jeez. That would be the shutter if I woke up the and someone's using it with the nightmare. <laughs> someone's taking a turd with the door open. I don't even remember bringing this person home. We are too familiar for them to be doing that. <laughs> And so then, what did so you the, do? So the bathroom door was shut. Well, so I went to open it, and how's this? It was locked, and it only locks oh, from the stop inside. It. And so I'm half asleep. I'm naked. I'm busting to piss, and I go into full. <gasps> my hotel door is unlocked. Oh my god! And stop. my bathroom door <laughs> is locked. Me feel and I didn't come home with anyone, and so I then just start. Um, 
Panicking. speaking quite loudly and in a voice that is deeper than mine, I know you're in there like this. Because I think, I think someone has broken into oh my, my hotel God. room, has <laughs> broken in my hotel, then seen me wake up. And so they've panicked and locked themselves in the bathroom. This is all happening in my head in very quick Oh my God, it's so session. funny how crazy your brain can go. Yes. And so then when they don't speak back, I need to let them know that I mean business. So I give the, I give the door... A little hip and shoulder. And as you know, oh I've gosh, torn something off the bone something? in my yes. chest at the moment. <laughs> yeah. And so I, it sounds like this to them. They hear this. <laughs> oh, don't, don't make me do it again. <laughs> and oh then I God, start. I need to know what, who, who, what, so, where, how, what so, is this? So then I start, do you want me to tell you now? Well, you've been going a while. Do you want to tell us after this? Sure. I'll tell you next. Oh. Carrie and Tommy. For your Thursday, Arvo, it's Carrie Bickmore and oh, Tommy Little. I'm hooked. If you're just joining us, we're in the middle of this. Carrie Bickmore. Oh, no, sorry. Tommy Little has a spooky story. The true crime edition. Middle of the night last night. In my hotel room, I had a nightmare which woke me, startled, and I thought at first maybe something is wrong, and then I thought, no, I'm just busting to go to the toilet. And then I got up, and I looked, and my hotel door before I got to the toilet was unlocked, and the latch was off it, and I'm like, that's weird. And then I went to go into the bathroom, and the bathroom door was shut, and I thought, that's even weirder, because I'm here by myself. And I thought, am I? Maybe there's someone here. And then I thought, no, oh, my first logical thing, because then I went to open the door and it was locked and it only locks from the inside, Bickers. So now I think a man has come into my hotel room. That is what has woken me up with a startle. And then he's seen me in bed and seen me wake up and has then locked himself in the bathroom. I would have Because he's some kind of brazen, and cowardly th- thief. Yes, well, Gone into I the didn't. lift in my jammies. That's what I would have done. I just, well, I was nude, which added an extra layer of complication <laughs> to it. Um, because then I dropped my voice a few octaves and said, oh, no, you're in there. And then um, <laughs> hip and shoulder the door, not hard enough to knock it off, just hard enough to really hurt my chest, which has um, the cartilage torn off the bone in it. And so that sounded threatening and ended with it. <laughs> and then I, I thought, what do I do? I've got this man in the bathroom. And then, of course, now I've been up for like, 15, 20 seconds. And so clarity of thought has started to kind of creep back into my head. And I've thought, hang on, no, maybe I just didn't lock the door. I don't usually lock the door to my room, but I've never locked the door to the bathroom when I must have just somehow shut it behind me and the lock must have been on because they're not responding from behind the door. They're either very quiet (laughs) or they don't exist. Well, they're not going to go, I'm here. But like, I thought they might, I might be able to at least hear them breathe. Right. So then so they've been what did you do? Breath. So then now I'm just, it's changed from there's someone in my room to I'm naked and, and I'm about to, to piss toilet. myself. Yeah. <laughs> and how am I going to get into my, so I'm frantically looking around my hotel room like I've never seen it before for a sink to perhaps relieve what? myself in. Yeah, because what, what is my alternative? Call the hotel and ask them to come up and unlock your bathroom door. But it's not a fancy hotel, and it's three in the morning. So what did you do? So that I'm gonna I'm gonna do my <laughs> I'm gonna piss myself by the time that happens. Um, so then I quickly look over and I see that I've got a um, a safety pin 
um, on a new T-shirt that is hanging what? up that I've bought to wear to a show. So that's hanging up in my wardrobe. And so I undo the safety pin and oh. I go to pick the lock oh my God. Um, on the bathroom door. Poor reception. Oh. I'm about to piss myself. I know, but that would I take me about an hour. To un- I don't think I'd even know how to unpick a lock. Well, so then the safety pin's not working. So then I go to the desk and I get a, a pen barrel and I undo um, my pen barrel. Oh, God, all your car stealing days would come in handy, wouldn't they? <laughs> Absolutely. And so then I get the pen barrel and that's slightly too thick. So then I go back to my safety pin and I fold it and I double it over and I jam it in and lift the door. Anyway, I managed to pick the lock and it opens and there is a man standing there isn't. in my car. There's not. There's not. <laughs> There absolutely is not, but there was a mirror and for a split second, I thought there's a naked man standing in my bathroom. (laughs) And then then I just got to go to the toilet and go back to bed. Did you have to then get the door fixed or anything? Was it all fine? No, no, because it had just, I must have had the lock on and then I'd pulled it shut behind me. Oh, what a roller coaster ride of a night. All is well that ends well. Carrie and Tommy. Yes, and coming up very soon, Amy Shark joins us. Not just for a chatty chat, 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 mm. also no. for an incredible performance of a new song here in the studio. I mm. cannot wait yes. for that. And because, as well as that, it's a big hour because um, up next, one of the biggest stars in the world has a deal breaker. Oh. And it's just broken his deal. <gasps> and I'm going to share it with you next. But right now. Carrie and Tommy are going to go. Proudly presented by the Garden of Unearthly Delights, the heart of Adelaide Fringe. Yes, because this is exciting. The gardens comes alive this time of year. Um, I'm, of course, performing my stand-up show here uh, in beautiful Adelaide um, in the gardens, but also and more excited than myself for us to perform live. (laughs) We are doing our show live in the gardens next week. People can win tickets. They can't buy them. The only way to win them is to give us a joke that makes us cringe just a little. G'day, Megan. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, pretty good. You and your... Three friends could be coming to join us for our uh, our live radio show. Uh, are you ready to tell us a joke? I am. Go for it. Where where do cows go on a Saturday night? Where the do... movies? Oh no! That's the first time I've ever got a joke. <laughs> You're not supposed to get it. That's not what getting not a, a joke it's is. It's not a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> You've mistaken a joke for a quiz. Sorry, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Okay. Yeah. Where do cows go on a Saturday night? The moon. Got it. Hey, Megan. Megan, yeah. I feel bad, so I'm going to give you the tickets and we'll see you next week. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Feel free um, in the middle of any ca- of Carrie's stories on the day to just yell out what you think's going to happen next from from the audience. Sorry, if you would like to come along, we have our last tickets to give away tomorrow. CarrieandTommy.com.au is where you need to go. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. 
For your Thursday Arvo, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And NIB is as exciting as health insurance gets. Visit nib.com.au to find out more, guys. Doesn't get more exciting in music than Amy Shark, and she is yes. coming up very, very soon. But right yes. now, tell me about this big star. Yes, is that all thanks to someone, Jesse? <laughs> all thanks to NIB. <laughs> No, and that's who I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about Tom Cruise thanks to NIB. Oh God. I remember when he used to do this. <laughs> 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 it was not funny then and it's not funny now. You need to start talking very soon. <laughs> That's the Mission Impossible. Make mm-hmm. Carrie laugh about that. Ding, 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 ding. Tom Cruise. I'll just mm-hmm. give you the headline. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, 61. In is shock he, split. Is he 61 yep. now? Guy looks mm-hmm. good for 61. God. Tom Cruise, 61. <laughs> in, yeah. Yeah. in shock split with Russian beauty, Alishna Krayova. I didn't know he 36. was with, with a Russian beauty. Okay. Well. With Russian beauty, Alishna, we're going to get through the headline. Russian beauty, <laughs> Alishna Krayova, 36, days after meeting her kids. <laughs> Isn't it a wonderful headline? Oh, what did they do? <laughs> I know. Oh, Isn't so it great? so funny. <laughs> yeah. Do Top we know Gun anything sucked. about <laughs> See you, Alishna. <laughs> Bye. I um, hate Scientology. What if they said that? Ooh. Tom Cruise has reportedly ended his relationship with Russian socialite Alishna Krayulva just days after meeting her children. Just read that. Um, you read it again. Well, it was the first line of the article, but it took so long to get through the headline that I thought maybe people needed a recap. Um, friends reveal um, that, that Cruise, 61, has cooled off his romance but wanted to remain friends because they live in the same apartment block in London. Imagine having to catch oh. the lift with the same kids. Top Gun still sucks, bro. <laughs> How old are the kids? Uh, it doesn't say in the article. Oh but my you God, know what? This I, is the funniest thing. What I loved was it goes into their previous relationships. The so kids Tom, or Tom's? <laughs> no, no, it didn't go into the kids' relationships. Who's Tom? Um, What's his? So he had. Who's um, Tom? He's a film star. No, no. Um, who's Tom's exes? He had Katie uh, Holmes. Pre- who else? Previously married three times. Mimi Rogers was first, oh. 87 oh. to 1990. Nicole Kidman, 1990 to oh, yep. 2001. And as you said, Katie Holmes from 2006 to 2012. But here is the bit where I think it gets spicy because meanwhile, um, Alishna Krayovia um, split from her billionaire ex-husband, Dmitry Teskov, in 2022. Now, Dmitry oh. actually had some very public words uh, to say about um, his ex. He spoke to uh, an outlet in December about their three-year divorce battle, which he claims cost him more than $150 million. That's and this not is what much for a billionaire, though, right? Well, this is what he had to say about it. Irrespective of whoever she's with, Tom Cruise or anybody else, <laughs> they should... They should be aware that she likes the fine things in life and has expensive and luxurious taste. Tom should keep his eyes and wallet wide open. Kids like some expensive stuff too, by the sounds of it. Also, I think he's forgetting that he started a movie called Eyes Wide Shut. (laughs) (laughs) When we were talking about this off air, Jesse was telling us that when you first met your stepmom. The first thing I ever said to my stepmom wasn't words. I just burped in her face. Oh, my God. That's so bad. Did you, Jesse? Yeah. I was determined to get rid of her. 
Why? Oh, Why? And, and did they and, and did they break up the... or are they still together? No, no. She's my stepmom. For <laughs> how many years? Uh, I think they had their 20th <laughs> wedding anniversary the other day. Yeah. So I reckon I just seen Parent Trap and I was like, <laughs> this is the same. This is life imitating art and I'll get rid of her. And I tried many times. What are the other things you tried? Uh, I did a pay, I did do an assignment at school and it was tell us how you help out around the home and you had to list like your family members. And I just left her out of it. And then we had a, a like a day where your parents come in and see oh the schoolwork. And all four of my parents, so my mum, my dad, my stepmum and my stepdad were all there to see it. And they read it out and my dad just looked at me and my mum was like, oh, I don't want to be here for this. <laughs> off she went. And yeah, dad had to have a pretty long chat with me after that. God. Did you just burp in his face in response? <laughs> yep, it worked. Didn't get rid of him either. So it's Parent yeah, Trap no. all about not liking the new partner. I've yeah. never seen Parent Trap. Have you, How seen have you not parent seen trap? Parent Trap? No. no I haven't Formative seen trap. for me particularly. <laughs> Web guy Eli. Have you seen Parent Oh, he's got a run in. He's now hooked up. Oh, yeah. I have. Where is he? You've seen it too. It's the original and the Lindsay version. Wait. The Lindsay, the Lindsay Lohan version. Lohan is a remake. Is it? Yeah. What? Haley, Jesse, was it Haley that? Osmond or Haley Osmond? What, did you, what did you take from Parent Trap? I loved Meredith. I thought she was fierce. I remember her being one of the first women that I was like, look at that hat. Look at that hair. <laughs> look oh. at that hat. How many women have you thought that about since? <laughs> Just Carrie and Meredith. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. Pippa, Pippa, yes. producer Pippa, you seen Parent Trap? Yes, I have. Multiple okay. times. This Multiple is a thing times. that we've missed out on because. Oh, 13, thirteen weekend 16. activity. I'm going to watch Parent Trap. What, 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 and try in your real life. Oh, absolutely. And how did you yeah. want to bring down your parents' relationships is also very good. And I'll take original <laughs> or remake yeah, as well. Great. 13, Give 10, us a call 131060. Carrie and Tommy. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Amy Shark is joining us up next. Um, we started with a story about Tom Cruise, but we've ended up with what did you learn from Parent Trap? <laughs> So the Tom Cruise story is interesting because he's yes. been dating a woman, a 36-year-old woman, and then he's met her kids and then apparently now they've split. We don't know any other details, but it got us laughing about the things you do to the step-parent and everyone in this room, bar us, has seen Parent Trap. Mm. And mm. then Pip said when we went to a song there, she said she learnt to... Um, if I wanted to, how I'd pierce my own ears. From Parent Trap. Yeah. Oh. Why? It looked like a it hurt of knowledge. Lot. We've missed out on so much. You could have pierced ears. Oh, now my cousin sent me a message going, I've got Tom a story, and I said, call in. So she's calling my phone. No, if you're listening, call <laughs> 13 Put her on speaker. Put her on speaker. <laughs> I'll tell her to call back, and I'll put you on speaker. Anyway, you talk okay. to Kylie. G'day, Kylie. Hi, how you going, guys? Yeah, pretty good. What did you learn from Parent Trap? Oh, my goodness. So I've seen the movie a few times with my children, and I've been single for about a year. And I met this really nice guy. So we dated for a few months, you know, as you do. You don't introduce the children too soon. And we decided we'd go on this little camping trip. Well, we took the canoes and, you know, all the tents, all the shebangs. And I'm sitting on the end of the wharf with one of his daughters. And he's out in the canoe with the kids splashing around and having a wonderful time. And she says, oh, yes, mum and dad sleep together all the time. I nearly fell off the wharf. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I, I didn't know where to look. I'm looking at him. 
with daggers in my eyes. I'm looking at this child and she's going, oh, yeah, yeah, they do. And I, I nearly died. I can't tell you. It was hilarious now when I look back at it. But Hold uh, on. So is she doing yeah, it just exactly to, to get you irritated or were mummy and daddy still sleeping together all the time? Oh, that's a storyline. Oh, sorry. It's a storyline in Parent Yeah, okay. and so, well, <laughs> I haven't seen Parent no, that, I didn't that, know that. That's in real life. No, no, that's in oh. real life. He's got four kids and they did everything to break us up. Everything. Wow. I'm sure they watched the movie many times. <laughs> and you're still wow. together now, Kylie? So yes, absolutely. And But what do you say on the end of the wharf, you know? <laughs> I didn't know whether to jump off the wharf and just drown myself right there. <laughs> I mean, a phoner what of say? what do you say at the end of the wharf is a great phoner as well, because let's, and let's slot that in somewhere for next week. Thank you, Kylie. G'day, Jen. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good. What did you learn from Parent Trap? Well, I learned like two things because I watched yeah. it like all the time growing up. So I yeah. learned my favorite snack, which is peanut butter and Oreos. The best Ooh. together. Ooh. Together, so you dip Oreos in peanut butter. Yum. So it's my favorite snack now, and I learnt that from Parent Trap. Okay. Um, and then I also, once you watch it this weekend, um, I learnt the handshake. What's the handshake? Well. Oh yeah. But you gotta like watch it. I can't explain it. I just learnt the handshake. I mean, so I'm unlikely to watch it, Jane. Just tell me about the handshake. I reckon it's like a, it's like a, it's like a full dance. But it goes for like thirty seconds. Choreographed. Yeah, really? <laughs> the choreographed yeah. handshake. So Jesse, I learned it admit- with my friend. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Jesse, you admitted you've watched the show a lot as well. Can you remember the handshake? Oh, no, I could never remember the handshake. It goes for so long and it has a dance to it. I, I want it. you to go learn and bring back to us. I'm fascinated to watch That can be yours now. and Tommy's new handshake. You guys have got a, an existing handshake. Neither of us can remember anything. There's no <laughs> way we're going to be able to remember that whole What about thing. Kaya? Kaya, what are you calling about? <laughs> Hi, my um my kids watch Parent Trap and they thought it would be a good idea to cut their hair and pierce their ears. Oh, and they oh, did. Wow. <laughs> Pardon? Do they actually do it? Yes, they actually cut their hair and they actually pierced their ears oh. and it was a screaming bloody mess. I was going to say, Kai, because I remember my brother coming out of the bathroom when he was young and he was in a lot of pain and had blood all down his neck from when he'd pierced his own ear. <laughs> oh. How much blood was there? Oh, a lot. And they were like screaming, Mom, Mom, we did a mistake. And I was like, what happened? Oh, my yep. God. <laughs> was the haircut, were their hair, was their head like already? It was like a crooked um, <laughs> Okay. But, yes, that's, that was their consequence to their action, yeah. that they had crap hair. <laughs> it would be wild if they'd already done the pierced ears and they hadn't done the haircuts yet. And they're like, okay, that one didn't yep. go well. <laughs> but trust me with the scissors. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Around Australia, if you drive home this afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. I always get nervous playing favourites, but I think we'd both be in agreement <laughs> that she is our favourite musical guest to have in the studio, the one and only yes. Amy Sharp. Oh, really nice yeah. to admit that. I may or may not say that to our next guest. Yeah. But you, oh, really? No, no, no. You actually oh. are. Wouldn't you say that, Tommy? Absolutely. I, I You throw that around a lot more than I do because... <laughs> I've never said that before, and that is the fourth time you've week this week you've said that. It's just not true. No, it's not Shark, true. Shark, Shark, we, we, thought I'd Shark, be up, I thought I'd be right up there with your favourite, Tommy. No, you are. You are okay. my favourite. Yeah. I want to know. It's been a while. What's been happening in your world? Heaps. Um, 
Yeah, like heaps of heaps of stuff, you know. I don't know. How you, deep do you want to go? Stuff. Okay, we got <laughs> we do want to chat to you about all of your stuff. Okay. But we do want you to perform your new song for us first, just yeah. to get us in the Amy Shark vibe. I'd love to. What are you gonna perform for us? Well, I think I should do Beautiful Eyes because I really oh God, I really I need to push that much. song, apparently. That's what my label's saying. <laughs> my label's saying, when you go in, make sure you say happy birthday to Tommy for his birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday tomorrow for your birthday, Thank Tommy. You, and You're play that freaking girl. song. <laughs> See? Okay, well, let's they play that freaking song now. song and they go anyway <laughs> absolutely amazing beautiful eyes is out now what an absolute banger sharky thank you tell Appreciate us about it. the song is it true that it's your favorite song you've ever written yeah it it really is because um it felt it's a, it's the first song in a long time that i re, it just sort of fell out at the time that i really needed I really needed another good song. <laughs> um, no, but I think like the lyrics as well, you know, it's, it's shut up. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, any know. of these your words, Chuck, I feel like, I feel like that was from the label. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sony's out there with a script. Like, yeah, what, what, am I on page two? <laughs> what do you mean you needed another yeah. hit? Didn't we just no. have Can I Shower at Yours, which was a mega hit a couple of months ago? Oh, thank you. I yeah no I love all my songs but the, but it's sort of like um, once you put songs out for a while and you come and do this with you guys and you you sort of in the machine I I, I was scared that it was going to poison me and because when I wrote a door and I said hi it's just so innocent and it's such a beautiful feeling when that lightning strikes and that's what I felt when I fell into beautiful eyes it just felt innocent again. Shark, it is a beautiful song and it makes me feel all those feelings that I think everybody can relate to of like having butterflies in your tummy about falling in love. Um, I questioned Bicker's choice of words when she said it's a banger because it's a Sorry, wonderful song. Sorry, a banger just means song. it's a very good song, doesn't it? Yeah, I th- that's okay. I'm not dancing yeah. at the clubs. I don't mean that kind of banger. I just mean it's a real <laughs> tune. <laughs> oh, maybe you can oh, remix from it as a DJ. Tune. Well, it's got oh. that four to the floor sort of tempo, so I've been waiting for some DJ to do that. So if you have Did any contacts. You know, well, I, you know I am the DJing. Carrie started? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, I, I'm only Did three weeks in. Um, so I've only, it. I've only merged Jump Around and House of Pain and uh, This Is How We Do It. I can bring you into but... the 21st century <laughs> and we can do one of my songs, I reckon. Uh, Great. Jessie, you heard it here first. Jesse, have you got Carrie's oh, no, um, DJ play, name no. there? Oh, hold on. Let no. me get a sting for her. No, yeah. my name's yeah. DJ Keith. It's not. I like that, actually. Yeah, yeah I it's do It's really too. wrong, but right. They've named it something else now, which is annoying. DJ yeah. Keith. Yeah. Keithy. Actually, we didn't, but you'll hear Carrie say it. DJ Queef. DJ Queef. Oh, In the mix. No, 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 it was Keith. No, it's Keith's cooler. But... No, yeah. no, it's it Queef. is Keith. 
They just oh, call me DJ no, Keith. No, I feel like it was your voice in that. It was your DJ voice. DJ Keith. And Amy just said then it's a great name. This is the best interview I've had with you guys my, <laughs> whole, <laughs> my whole career so far. So it's far. certainly the most times we've said Queef. <laughs> but we got that direction from your label. That's on page three Straight of the script. Oh, you're said, in this too? They said, say Queef at least five yeah. times. What five. were you going to ask? There you go, Sony. It's a drinking game. Oh, no, I was going to ask about uh, Beautiful Eyes. Is it hard? You and Shane have obviously been together um, for so long. Does he ever get um, suspicious when you write songs that are so clearly (laughs) about kind of the excitement of new love? Does he ever go, oi, Shark, what's going on? He He's the best because I think he knows if he started sort of zeroing in on lyrics and mm-hmm. time frames and things, uh, <laughs> he would, it, it, like, it would change everything. You know who does? He, my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law would be like, so, hey, she's real, she's Kiwi, so she's just like, so Amy, that song, <laughs> it's, it's very... Like, there's no fear or re- anything happening. Is there? It's very steamy. It's very steamy, that song. <laughs> yeah, and you go no, just your son and I. Uh, like yeah, son, we're on. just we're freaking on fire, Jules. <laughs> Calm down. I'll show you a thing or two. <laughs> Do you? Even though obviously it's not necessarily directly a personal moment that's happened. It's obviously the feelings that came with, you know, when you did fall in love with Shane and stuff. Do you find that when you perform or when you play the songs, you do get that sense of new love occasionally for him when you start putting yourself in that world? Well, the, the thing is we we have, like, a, a lot of songs obviously have this underlying um, story of Shane and I. Yep. We got together very controversially, which, no, I'm not going to go into. No, I think you um, have already once before. Once on before, show. Yeah. yeah. But we have had lives, you know, before yep. we were together. And some, and I had a very colourful youth with, you know, um, just other other heartbreakers, I guess. So I draw from a lot of things and I've got one of those memories where it's very um, – it's kind of annoying how much I remember and how much things affect me and I kind of harbour these feelings forever and I a always fight have. fight you would be good. It, but yeah, no, you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that. I'm actually the – I'm a Taurus through and through. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. I, and this, this song in particular was, re- was great because I didn't think about it, you know. And the, the first line, um, think of it, Amy, um, uh, – <laughs> If if you spend enough time with someone, chances are you're probably going to fall in love. Maybe it's the way they pick your brain. Like it's like it's just babble, but it all meant something to me, you know. Yeah. Well, it's pretty. I mean, that's not the sort of babble that comes yeah. out of me. So yeah. I think it's more than just babble. Uh, yeah. It's this one. It, this one was just so. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you that it was just about Shane. I couldn't tell you it was just about my mom, who I mentioned, or or, or you know, my a boyfriend who wasn't nice to me. Like it's like. I couldn't tell you what it's about. It just was babble that made sense in a nice melody, and I think that's why I loved it. How do you feel then when you see artists like, say, Taylor, who openly say a lot of it is quite about their life and specific, like, heartbreaks with certain people? Like, I always think if she's going to do that, like, that must, the emotional energy and toll that must take. Could you imagine ever doing your music like that where everything is literally just the story of your life? Well, it, it kind of is, but it's like Taylor will decide when she wants to talk about the specifics, which she never really does. So, yes, I, I, I see what you're apart saying. from being such a big fan of hers and learning so much, like to the point where I was with Joel Little um, a few weeks ago in New Zealand, who's worked with her, and we were putting a song together. And at the end, he was like, We should end it with the hook because Taylor would. And, and we say that all the time. We're like, Taylor would do that. <laughs> That's what Taylor would do. 
So, um, but yeah, I think that's where you get the good stuff. And I think when you're a songwriter and only when you're like an artist, um, DJ maybe, but like <laughs> more so artist, you, you, you'll never be able to explain the feeling you get when you, when you can verbalize how you feel in a melody and make it a song that is successful. It's, it's an addiction that I just, that you never, you can't explain it. And that's what Taylor has done for all these years. It's just an absolute addiction and Have she's just so good at it. This time? I'm seeing her on Sunday. So I'm so very, good. very excited. So much more to chat to you about. We want to chat about your besties. Blink 182 up next. Can you stick around? Of course. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Amy Shark, I said hi for your Thursday, Arvo. It's Carrie and Tommy, and she still joins us. There's so many fun people in town at the moment. Obviously, Taylor's in town. Um, private jet carrying uh, her boyfriend arriving into town. I just this read morning. that. Is Isn't that, that how that Shane wild. arrives to meet you? They're Is together. Yeah, they yeah. took the same. <laughs> together. Yeah. Sorry, they're hanging out. But Blink One Eight Two have been here as well, yeah. and you're mates with these guys. I didn't realize you were such a fan. Yeah, I mean, Blink taught me so much about songwriting. So many of my songs borrow punk melodies and ideas and, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Because we did a fun little thing um, last week. Do you know Hugh Van Kallenberg? From, he's the, um, the um, what resili- Resilience, Project. Resilience Project guy. Yeah. And he went to a party at Hamish and Zoe Blake's house dressed as Travis Barker and I saw a picture of him and he looked so much like him that I thought we should dress him up when Blink-1 and 2 are here yeah. and get about town and see if we can convince oh, people. And then we did. And then they got written up that we were hanging out on Valentine's Day and where was Courtney? And it wasn't. It was me and Hugh. <gasps> no. Since you know him up close and personal, how much? Check it. Look, have a look Oh, at my these. God. He's got the same, like, facial, like, structure. I know. Which we just... Given them to Amy. Oh to my God! <laughs> Courtney's going to just absolutely destroy you if she ever finds. <laughs> Hugh, that oh, I'm that is with Hugh on Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's if crazy, isn't it? Good though. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Yes. So this was Hugh Van Kallenberg um, when we were on our bikes trying to sound like he was Travis as we rode oh, around. Oh yeah, yeah, this yeah. yeah. What's up, man? Blink One Eight Two, rock. This ain't easy. Hi, man. Hi. Take it easy. What's up, man? Take it easy. <laughs> Melbourne's great. I love Melbourne. She's having my coffee, dude. Love Melbourne. Blink-182, baby. He's just coming out saying Blink-182. He's saying Blink-182. Oh, my God. I love it. Actually, that's, that's a good so time good. to check. Uh, Shark, does, does Travis ever say, take it easy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, how you going? Yeah, Blink-182. <laughs> how you going? Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> take it easy. No. Could we? Have, so our plan originally was to get him in today and to try and um, to try and trick you. Do you think he would have been fooled? I don't think so. I've been to <laughs> I've been to about five shows so far and been been with them all all week. So I think I oh, I reckon ouch. I I reckon I would have twigged. <laughs> Who says no. that? I don't think I've ever said twigged before in my life. You bring out the best and the worst in me. <laughs> you just went to say worst and then you looked down at the Sony script and said best and the worst. Hang on a minute. Best and I'm doing worst. pretty well though. She's so proud of me. She's clapping. She's so proud of me right now. Shark, you guys are obviously close, but you've also worked and made music together in the past. Is there going to be um, more projects with the Blink guys? Um, or that, I think so. I've, what, I've looked down at the Sony script and I'm yeah, not sure yeah, I'm see, it's, it's hard. It's a lot, right? <laughs> it's a lot in there. Um, well, I haven't actually said this out loud 
I don't know if I can, actually. Jesus. Um, well, there, look, it's pretty obvious. There's like a bit of a trifecta. I've done a song with Mark Hoppus on Love yep. Monster. I did Come On with Travis on um, Cry Forever, and there's one one last Blink member left. So Tommy, Tom, I guess Tom, we'll Tom. see see if I can get that across the line. <laughs> oh, That's you heard exciting. it here first. That's very exciting. I didn't tell you that I looked I out said, to we'll your see. rep who gave you the no <laughs> sound when you said, can I say anything? <laughs> Anyway, it's been fun. Yeah, (laughs) That's what live radio does to you. Yeah, Um, It has been so good having you here. Um, Come back anytime. As I said, you are our favourite. Your new song, Beautiful Hours, is out now. Catch you as a judge on Australian Idol too, which you are nailing. Are you loving that still? Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. It really is fun. I really did not expect to like it. I I was like, yeah, I'll do a season and that'll be me. And then I had so much fun that season and this one's just, it's, yeah, I feel more comfortable and confident, I guess. It's, it's a lot of, you know, TV's crazy, right? You know, of course. glam and it's a lot of work. But and I like your glam. Do I you? like that. You, yeah, I do. I feel like it's a different <laughs> Amy. I do. <laughs> because I think I can imagine for Amy going from the, the way you style yourself to TV where they all go, why don't you wear this and this and this? And you're like, yeah, ah. it's a lot. I think yeah. it's amazing. Thank you. I've got a really good stylist and I've got a good team. And um, I just, uh, the, I think the second I realized I just need to be myself there is like where it all clicked. I was like, oh, I'm actually having fun now. Like I'm relaxed. You don't have to wear a ball gown. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And it's not like the voice where you need to even talk to anyone. It's like, yes or no, see you later. <laughs> Yeah. Pick your own songs. You're on your own journey. No, I'm not your coach. We're not even friends. And it's a no from me. So. <laughs> oh, thanks, babe. All thanks. right, guys. See ya. Thanks, Shark. Carrie and Tommy. We need to talk, Bay. Oh, Queen Beyonce Bay? Yes, Beyonce Bay. So, <laughs> all hail Beyonce Bay. She's become the first black woman to top Billboard's country songs chart with her new banging tune, Texas Hold'em. We're going to get that on for you very soon. Yes? I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. and I know we only play amazing music on this radio station, but I'm so disappointed Beyonce has taken a country turn. Why? Because I like her normal R&B stuff. That sounds pretty gone. Nah, she's just cashing in. It's pretty far away from drunk in love. Yeah, she'll come back. She'll be drunk in love again. She's just having a little... um, Will she be a single lady again? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. I hope not for her. Mm. Yeah. I mean, she'll be fine, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. When she was a single lady, it sounded pretty up and about. (laughs) Anyway, what's fascinating is there's been a huge lot of backlash to her song for the last week because a lot of country radio stations weren't going to play it because they didn't believe it was country enough. And this is not the first time it's happened. Remember Little R's next... Little ass. Little ass. Little ass. Next. Yeah, What's that, little ass? Next, please. <laughs> to be fair, that's not far off what's happening there. Little Nas X. Yes. Um, his Old Town Road. Remember that? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. I wanna take my horse to the old town road. So that was removed from Billboard's Hot Country Songs after it topped the chart because they said it wasn't country enough. And that's why Billy Ray Cyrus did the bid on it to make it more country. So yes. this country world, oh, it's not the first well, time for Beyonce saying, ever you, because remember her just, um, Daddy Lessons? Do you remember that? I don't, but nope, apparently nope. that song was also rejected by the Recording Academy's Country Music Committee, which meant it was ineligible for a Grammy because it wasn't country enough. I mean, I've got no idea then what makes country because no, all of that's a banjo. What do you hang on? It counts, sorry, surely. Sorry, why are we talking about the things that aren't the thing? It's just because they're black and they're racist. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it is. Why, why are we like, oh, I don't know what makes it not country enough. It's the two examples of when prominent black artists have done a country song. Anyway, she's back and she's now topped the chart. Go Beyonce. <laughs> I think you mean she's black. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. It's Carrie and Tommy. And NIB is as exciting as health insurance gets. Visit nib.com.au to find out more. Speaking of exciting, it's always exciting when we've got Amy Shark in the studio. Boy, she was amazing yes. again. Her song yep. was so, so good. Oh, it's all, it's always makes me teary, her music. You, I was going to say, because you know where it hit me. Where? In the fields. In the fields. Are the fields right. below or up in the eyes? For me, they're yep. um, somewhere between my belly button mm-hmm. and my sternum. <laughs> your heart? No, you've misplaced that. <laughs> if your heart is there. In your tummy. You need medical attention. <laughs> oh, slightly, sorry, I thought yeah. your sternum was up here. What's that? Yeah, that your is your sternum, but I'm yeah. below that, between okay. belly button. Yes, she yeah. hit you in your it's, tummy. <laughs> my feels and my heart are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your if heart is cold, feels, but your tummy feels lots yes. of things. And Hungry, if I'm often. feels in my heart, <laughs> it's a heart attack. <laughs> hey, um, there's been some controversy. Oh, um, no. I need to discuss it with you. You've missed all of this because you weren't here oh, for it. So I'm going to bring it to oh, you and then we're going to resolve it. So, Tay Tay, okay. obviously, all anybody's talking about at the moment. Um, but when we did our Tay Tay. <laughs> Sorry, you say that like it's like an annoying thing, but you are doing a lot of the talking. I am. About it. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, when we did the live broadcast from Tay Tay uh, on Friday outside the MCG, her first ever Australian show, um, annoying. So much talking about it. <laughs> You weren't there. You're in Adelaide, and um, yeah. we had Georgie Tunney from the ho- the host of the project come on, and she's a major Swifty, and she told us all things yeah. Taylor Swift, things we may not have known about Taylor, and this is what she told me. A is for all American. Mm-hmm. So she grew up on a Christmas tree farm in Pennsylvania. Did she, she, yeah, she grew up around horses. Like she is the southern sweetheart. That is her life. That is where her story began. Oh, grew up on a Christmas tree farm. How didn't. fascinating! I didn't yes. know that. Right? She's an elf. She's a little elf. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Fifi was with me during that conversation but doesn't remember any of that. And then we went to uh, the show that night, right? Mm-hmm. And in one of the scenes during her show, there's um, on the screen a whole bunch of Christmas trees and she plays some of her old tracks with Christmas trees in the background. And I turned to her and I was like, Christmas tree farm, obviously. And she says, what? And I said, remember, she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. She says, did she? And I was like, yes, we've had this conversation. And Georgie told us that. Anyway, so I told her that. I proceeded to tell everybody all weekend that Taylor Swift grew up on a tr- Christmas tree farm. Of course. It's a great fact. It is a great fact. And then I heard Fifi Box on her breakfast show this morning, and this is what she was saying. Is Taylor's mum here? Scott, her dad's been here. Um, somebody told me that they she grew up on a Christmas tree farm, that he was a fa- like a farmer of trees. But no, he uh, worked for a very- Bank. He's an investment yeah. banker. Oh. Scott. Yeah. Scott's got Morgan sorted. Stanley? Yeah, well, I'm one of them. One of, those, one of the big yeah. ones. So, <laughs> Not Santa Claus. Is Taylor's dad Stanley. Santa Claus oh, or is he Santa. Wolf of Wall Street? What's going on? <laughs> Georgia, have you found out, gotten to the bottom of this for me? Yes. They bought the farm yep. um, shortly after Taylor was born, but I don't think he worked on it. He just owned it and he started his own financial services company called like Swift Accounting or some, something like that. Well, that's that's very clever, Swift Accounting, like quick accounting. She, um, but hold on. So she did grow up on a Christmas did, tree farm. Yeah, they did. So um, like but I don't think he necessarily like worked the field. Yeah, yeah they're not working. They're not yeah. picking the grapes. No, yeah. he's not, no, he's not on a tractor. Yeah, yeah. Take um, that Fifi box. <laughs> <laughs> Get back in your box, Fifi. They did grow up on a Christmas tree farm. A quick question. Mm-hmm. If he was 
Hang on, didn't we just find out they don't, didn't grow no, up? He, she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Her father didn't work the land. He had an accounting they, firm. But it just said he owned it. Yeah, but I think they grew I, up on it, didn't I they? assume if you own yeah, something. Have a photo. Yeah, it's her on the Christmas tree farm. Oh, she grew okay. up on the Gold Christmas Pine tree Ridge. farm. Pine Ridge. <laughs> That's a good name. Isn't it? Um, just a quick question, mm. and I don't know if anyone can verify this. It's a long shot. You know when you have to transfer money overseas <gasps> and it's called a SWIFT number? Yes. Oh. That's it's not, not after Tay-Tay. Not <laughs> just checking. <laughs> yeah. Follow Carrie Bitmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Bye. Bye. That's it from the Carrie and Tommy podcast. But don't let the good times end. Raise a glass to the everyday or the extraordinary with Liquorland. Discover your next favourite drink in store or online. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise.